WTEL podcasts are powered by Stanley Steamer Air Duct Cleaning, Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Well, the world of political journalism is clearly divided over the New York Times' decision to publish that op-ed column anonymously, ostensibly, from a high-ranking official of the Trump administration, savaging the president. For example, this headline to an article in uh, Canada's national newspaper, The Globe and Mail, uh, by a prominent Canadian columnist, what was the New York Times thinking? Martin Lawrence, Washington-based public affairs columnist, The Globe and Mail, author of 10 books, longtime observer of our country. Martin, what to you are the downsides? Oh, I think this is basically much about much ado about nothing uh, a totally overblown story uh, that the media got suckered into thinking uh, thinking basically old news is uh, is new news i mean uh, first of all in the op-ed piece uh, uh, what was new we, we we've known from tons of stories from tons of sources in, in the white house you know that uh, this guy this guy is manic he's sort of uh, unhinged that uh, that people don't trust him that people in there would, uh, would like to get him that there's all kinds of dissent all this as i say has been written based on sources in the white house for tons of time so what was new in the op-ed piece secondly i mean this is a violation of journalism ethics uh, and tradition to give half your op-ed page to an anonymous source to take down a president. I mean, and for the New York Times, which I consider the crown jewel of journalism, to do it was, was really disappointing. Yeah, of course, they say it's uh, the public's right to know, good for the public to understand this, and this maybe corroborates uh, those other stories that you've already alluded to. Of course, the Woodward book coming out this week, I guess that was just a coincidence. No, but, 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 but to your point, uh, um, what, they, what you do when somebody comes uh, to a newspaper or, or editors with information, uh, uh, you know, that they think is a story, then you assign a, a news reporter to do the story, and, uh, the, the, which the Times should have done, and say, okay, well, we'll check that out, uh, and we'll use you as a, as a source in a news story after we check it out, and we'll put it on page one. That's a normal way of doing things. You don't give a guy 800 free words to do that. It sets a terrible tradition for Yeah, I, I guess there's kind of that strange idea. Does the news department now investigate its editorial page? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, it's going to set a very bad precedent because, you know, now you're going to have government officials everywhere saying, hey, the New York Times does it. Uh, I can uh, I can now submit a uh, anonymous piece and have the Washington Post uh, print it yeah. and make a big hullabaloo over that. So it's dangerous from that point of view as well. Well, for those of us who care for the good of the country, I suppose the biggest argument could be if uh, the president's paranoia feeds uh, instability at the White House in judging all things, both foreign and domestic, this undoubtedly heightens the president's paranoia. Well, uh, yeah, it's seemingly by his reaction to it. I mean, the hullabaloo to this uh, uh, this old news story, this old news op-ed uh, is, is a tremendous in Washington here. It's, it's uh, as I say, an incredibly overblown story, and uh, yeah. the New York Times is getting a lot of mileage out of it. Of course, he wants Jeff Sessions to investigate. That brings its own sor- source of problems. But let me just ask you if I may depart to a different subject for 30 seconds. U.S.-Canada trade talks. Will there be a resolution in the end, do you think, Martin? Yeah, there will be. I mean, I think it's going to take uh, maybe another uh, another week or two, but I think it's in the interest of both parties. It's very hard to compromise on some of their, some of their issues, but... Uh, in the end, I think they will. I think that Mr. Trump will realize it's probably better to have Canada in the deal than, than just Mexico, and uh, that will suit his purpose. Well, certainly a tremendous pressure U.S. business community and Congress, including Republicans, on that. Martin, have a Absolutely. good weekend. Thank you so much. Okay, sir. you too. All right, Martin Lawrence, uh, Washington-based public affairs columnist, The Globe and Mail, Canada's national paper, with us live from Washington.